Okay. All right, so we're back here once again on another episode of Couch Coach Live, another Wednesday night edition of Couch Coach Live under the lights here. What's going on, Maui? What's up, man? Nothing much, you know. How was, how, was, how was your week? Oh, man, um, week-wise was good. The weekend was awesome. Um, obviously, right. um, you know, going back to kick, covering the kickers, their home opener on Saturday, mm-hmm. that was great. And then going to um, the raceway, um, to cover the Toyota owners five four hundred race at the raceway, mm-hmm. so it was a great weekend. It was definitely, um, you know, a memorable weekend to say the least. It was fun. It was very fun, and kind of got myself kind of back into the groove. So right. it, was, it was great. It was a great, great weekend. So the first game with the kickers, it was a um, a weather issue. Yeah, it was a it was a lightning delay, and right. was so funny, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So it was lightning. So the game started at six. So. Mm-hmm. It the game was almost over. It was like seven. It was like maybe like ten minutes to eight. So it was, mm-hmm. the game was virtually over. It was like ten minutes after go in the game, and then lightning started happening. And then that's when it all happened. And then what was funny about all that? They have a rain playlist. So you mm-hmm. know, it's a, it's a pretty much what ended up happening. Um, everybody had to evacuate the stadium. But obviously, mm-hmm. with us being in the press box, we were fine. We just stayed where we were. Right. So. So and so they, you know they had they still were playing arena music. So during the midst of all this, they're playing all the uh, all like they were playing Purple Rain. They was playing It's Raining Man. We was like <laughs> I was dying laughing. You know, like that's right. just humor. Like dude, that right. was so hilarious. But yeah, the game ended up. They started back up around ten. Then um, you know, mm-hmm. I think they had ten, you know there was ten minutes left, and then they had like I think seventeen minutes of stoppage play. Right. So they end up. So yeah, but you know the kickers did lose. Um, yes, I'm not yesterday. Wow, Saturday. Right. But um, <laughs> they back at it. They back at it. Um, tomorrow night on Thursday. So um, okay. yeah, it was it was it was fun to get back get back there. It's, it's been a while, but right. You know, yeah, it was great. Must be springtime. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well. But yeah, hell of a weekend to say the yeah. least. Yep. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. Definitely looking forward to those opportunities. Go back to go back to you know to to carry town and right. um, watch the boys play. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, brother's birthday and all that. He was at the final four. Man, called me on his nice. birthday. I was like, man, happy birthday to you. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah. man, he's just having a ball. I saw the pictures. Oh, yeah. That was great, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. it was a packed up weekend, man. Oh man, that's that's got to be that's that's the life going to the right. final four. Right, yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that's dope. But yeah, man. So we definitely got a great show lined up for you. So definitely we'll mm-hmm. talk about um, you know, as you alluded earlier about the final four. We'll talk mm-hmm. about uh the we'll lead off. We'll talk about um LSU, uh the women's winning the national championship. Mm-hmm. Um then we'll talk about America's favorite English teacher, uh the first lady Jill Python, um, how she kind of backtracked and what she had to say. So we'll talk about mm-hmm. uh, America's favorite English teacher. Uh, UConn went in the natty, and um, one of the biggest questions is, you know, are they a um, are they a blue blood in college basketball? Mm-hmm. And then, um, as we know, that the NBA season is coming to a close on on you know this week, so we're gonna kind of have a little crystal ball, kind of think to ourselves, what are some good first round matchups that we can that that would be on our wish list if we had it our way? Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about some other stuff and then also put a ball on the show with um, our game ball this weekend and our final thoughts. So what we do, we'll be right back. We're going to keep that intro. We'll catch you guys on the other side of the intro. We'll be right back. 
All right. And we're back here on Couch Coach Live. Um, this week's episode of Couch Coach Live is brought to you by the good folks at Goalie. Head over to Goalie.com. Use the promo code COUCHCOACH at checkout. Mm-hmm. So as we kind of teased a little bit earlier, we definitely got to start the show off with the girls from La Baton Rouge. Right. Give a shout out to the uh, to the Lady Tigers. Go Tigers in their uh, 102-85 victory over Iowa. This is actually the first national championship um, for LSU in in any in all in, in as far as um, basketball wise, even men's and women's. So this is their first ever championship uh, for LSU. Uh, Kim Mulkey, uh, once again, another um, you know another championship win. She's undefeated in championship games. Definitely huge shout out to as Lil Wayne caller, Coach Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously LSU with their um, 102 points, they scored the most points in the mm. national championship since 1986 when uh, the Longhorns beat the USC of the West. Because down here, the USC is South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, I, I digress. You know that's that's that Atlantic way. But um, <laughs> so Jasmine Carson um, led right. the way uh, with 22 points. Alexis mm-hmm. Morris with 21, and our mm-hmm. girl Angel Reese. You know, from from DM from DMV, mm. fifteen points and ten rebounds, and also um, and and also with our uh, Caitlin Clark uh, poured in thirty points in the loss. Um, right. And shout out to them, man! Nine point nine million views you this weekend, and that is a hundred and three percent increase. And it was a sold out crowd in mm. Dallas, right? Your thoughts on this LSU women's team winning the Natty? I mean, it's great, man. Um, team effort. Like, Reese, basically, like you said, to me, Carson was um, the best um, – no, she was shooting her lights out. She was the best player on the, on, the, on the court, to be honest with you. But you can say Reese, too, with those 10 rebounds and 15 points. But basically, it was a team effort. I mean, 22, 21, 20, and 15. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they was balling. Like, Iowa didn't have nobody but – but Clark, you know what I mean? And no offense, Clark actually probably most likely was the best per- best basketball player or the superstar on the court, hands down. Like, you know, I had never really watched her before. I heard of her, and when I was watching, I'm like, oh, you just got to look at her different. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, and I'm sure that's why we're having this conversation, but we'll go there. I would say what I, what I, when I, what I watched, what I saw was the coaching and the adjustment of if it was becoming a shootout between Carson and, and Kate and um, Clark. But what, what LSU did is they said, okay, we're going to go mid, mid game. We're going to hit high percentage shots. You know what I mean? Because if you look at it, I was shot 33 pointers and only made 14. And, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't do that. That was like, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like I always feel like when you had a championship game or important game, the last five minutes are very important and you have to play basketball rather than hooping, which, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be some plays. It has to be things that, you know, for a fact, you can get a bucket. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like that's what LSU did. You know what I mean? And once you start making those shots and the other team is trying to play catch up, it's hard. You know what I mean? But shout out to them, man. Um, if you want me to keep going, like I said, we were just talking, what, a couple of years ago about the WNBA. And seems like to me the real issue is they should not be playing in the NCAA next year. They should be going to the WNBA. 
and we should it should be like the I mean, when the last time you saw something like this with um Bird and, and Magic, maybe where they have this much momentum, it should be going into the um WNBA rather than the NCAA. That's just my opinion because you may not be able to go like they may play, I think they got the first game of the season next um I mean, next season, I'm, I'm, I think that's what I heard today. And they're going to get the viewership. And, yeah, I'm sure they're getting paid, too, because of NIL, whatever. But that, the WNBA need them. You know what I'm saying? And by the time they get there, it might not the momentum might not be the way it was, right, like it is right now. But anyway, on you. And it's weird because even to your point where it's the inverse, where, like, when we talk about the men's game, it's almost like – when you're in college, you kind of mm-hmm. you, you're you're a star, but then you become a superstar, right? But it's weird. It's it's, it's an inverse when it comes to women's sports, and it's one thing I right. just can never put my my brain right. my, my brain really can't comprehend it. Where you got players, they think of like I think of Brianna Stewart. Mm-hmm. I think of, you know other players in the past where they were legends in college, and then they're right. still they're they're still stars in the WNBA but it's not as magnified as it is in college. Right. Like even like I think even like you look at like a Kelsey Plum like she was um she right. was dominant when she was in college but you just look at from that standpoint it just it's just like it's weird how that happens. It's almost like you're more famous in in right college than you would be in the WNBA and hopefully that will change. You know, that's right. my biggest hope. Yeah. Two things that I heard today was that I had never paid attention to was that by the time they go to the WNBA, they're older. They're not like, you know what I mean? Like he was like, man, they're more like adults. It's like they come from being high school legends than 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 WNBA and by time. So that was one thing. I didn't even know that. And then the rivalry. I think that's the main thing that you're marketing is the the rivalry and how are they going to play, how these two are going to be able to play in the WNBA. Like when was the last time uh that in the WNBA or in, in in women's that you saw two like a big rivalry that could be built from this. And it's funny we it. I remember in the infancy of the WNBA because I remember a lot of people was trying to hype right. up Lisa Leslie and Rebecca Lobo. Right, I remember back that. in those days. But I think right. obviously with the injury situation and then course right coast to coast, um, Lisa Leslie in LA, Rebecca Lobo in New York. Mm-hmm. I remember that, like, as far as that being kind of like the, the maybe the, the WNBA equivalent of what's kind of what's going on now in right. college. But, you know, obviously, Rebecca Lobo and those injuries, you know, things happen with that. So, right. I, I don't, you know, and this is it's just weird. I don't, even with a situation, even if they're older, but even like two or three years down the line, they, they, I wouldn't say they're forgotten. And I think that just maybe just a bad product of the WNBA in itself. But, right. Like you, but this is you know. Hopefully, you know this could be something that kind of catapults it uh, to the forefront because you think this up even madness and thank thankfully this whole the whole drama with the um right. with the you can't see me is dead. So right. I'm glad like to have a show now on a Wednesday and that's something that I, I was that was one of my biggest fear like oh this is gonna be like the trending topic of, <laughs> right, the, right, of it because right. like it's to me it was to me. It was pointless because we come from a generation. Right. I know I come, you know, I come from a generation where I love when people trash talk because it it gets me more hyped. It's the it's in the video it, game. It's gonna motivate me. It's gonna motivate you. Right. But anyway, I just hope like with this, um, it maybe it can. I know for sure it's gonna definitely gonna help college basketball out tremendously next year. 
because mm-hmm. that game, right. that rematch, and then if, and hell, if they play again in the Final Four, um, you know, that's going to be another situation where we think that they 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 hit ten million ten million um uh, ten million views on that essentially because right. it was right at ten million you know on on Sunday and um and that's still impressive thing that was at Sunday at three o'clock in the afternoon that was impressive like I mean you got to think yourself that's really impressive like just imagine if it was like in a prime time on a Sunday that would have been they probably would have hit that mark they would have hit that ten plus because like you know. And 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 compete with NASCAR because they that was right at the same time too. I like man, that's pretty good, you know. Because that's what you, know, you have yeah. to take the mo- you got to take that momentum and do something with it. And now, like even that, yeah. like it's um has the WNBA um season started yet? No, they start next month. Like, next month, probably. right? Right. Yeah, fall, yeah but fall I hear I feel people talking more about that game than the men's um um than the men's game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot. Like, they really got to look at that. Like, we got to change some things because them two girls should be going pro. And we we should be talking, man. We can't wait for them to play one another. You know what I mean? They should yeah. be the new faces of that league. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And hopefully that will that will happen for them. I know, like, a lot of people we look at, like, and, you know, even in this draft, like, you know, if you look at like a lady like Aaliyah Boston, like what mm-hmm. she do for the for the fever. So like it's kind of interesting, right. like kind of how that works. And that's gonna be another one where she, you know, she she brings that star power, but it's just like right. how that's gonna translate to the WNBA. And that's one thing right. too, where I think sometimes WNBA kind of maybe need to kind of model the college game. And even in high school, you think high school right. is popular as well. You think about like right. how you look at um um Juju Watkins from uh, Sierra Canyon. Um, mm-hmm. She's going to USC. She's got this fanfare. She's a part of Clutch. Um, right. So you just think to yourself, like, you know, well, USC in the West. But um, you just look at just from that standpoint of like, they're getting it right. They, right. You know, high school, you know, women's high school, and then also, um, and also college. So, you know, that Clark. Where, you know, but yeah, she's a beast. Yeah. She's a beast. Be like, I looked at sure. them stats. I said, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can easily say you can't see me. You balled out too, Reese. Yeah. But that girl put 30, 30, 30 pieces and oh. she was knocking down some trees. I was like. Uh, you see, did you see her when they played um, um, USC? On no. Night? Oh, no. Man, she threw on a <laughs> clinic. Like that mess. Because she thinks she scored with 42 in that thing that game. 40 so, or 42. So she right. Was, she was dominant. Yo. She so was let dominant. me ask you a question. Since they got this. Um, um, this portal, right? Mm-hmm. What if she decided to go to another team? Uh, what if she dis- or Kate Clark? Kate hurt Clark because that's why she didn't win. Like she could throw up 30, 30 but what didn't mm-hmm. nobody else? Well, nobody else on her team showed up. You look at the stats; nobody else showed up. They just showed up. They might have had a better chance to win. So, what if she hit that portal and went to another squad? I mean, she could. I mean, you think about right. it, just like um. Like like Angel Reese because you know she was at Merlin. She's at Merlin, right? She's at right. Merlin, yeah. Right, right. You so, know what I'm saying? I that don't know. Cool. I, I, yeah, it would be wild if she does that, but you mm-hmm. know, it would be interesting if she do that. That would be mm-hmm. kind of. And reason I'm saying that that's the mind frame you got to. I think that you have to do because they just hit 10 million. You know what I'm saying? And. You gotta look at yourself. They even they didn't go. They didn't watch that game just for that team. They watched it for her, 
and uh and the LSU and they she got beat by that team. That team beat her. So all them that whole LSU team beat that girl because that was the only one that that was showing out. But anyway, yeah, I feel you. You know, I was been you know, and I was been pretty good all season. And I remember Mm -hmm. remember catch her like one one of them Sunday afternoon games um, that they have on ESPN. I caught her one Mm -hmm. one on a random Mm -hmm. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, she was she was killing it. Even Sunday, even Friday, like you know, she just did her thing. But um. But yeah, man, definitely uh huge shout out to the to the Lady Tigers on that uh on that win. So obviously, um and Jill and Jill Biden, as we talked about um the first lady, everybody's favorite English teacher. Um so essentially we know basically um Jill Jill Biden was at the final four in Dallas. Um and Kim she was, you know, wanted to talk to the team before the game. And uh, they they declined. So uh-huh. um, essentially, after the game, I don't know when this comment came to fruition or whatever. I know as far as the date wise, but Jill Biden said, "Not quote, I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. We always do. So we hope LSU will come. But you know, you know, I'm going to tell Joe. I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game." And we all know the scrutiny that she got within this last, right. about, what's the wins about the last 48 hours, mm-hmm. you know, as far as that. And I know like Angel Reese made some comments, you know, said that was a joke and she don't want to go to the White House. She'd rather go to go see the Obamas. And then, you know, she said that on the I Am Athlete podcast with your boy Brandon Marshall. And um, <laughs> and all that's concerned what? But class eighty four. That, that's my eighty four that, brother. So it's yeah, and my boy. I mean, he 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 eighty four. So he different. He, 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 yeah, he eighty four. So I gotta show him love. So it's all good. Um, so you know, he he she talked to talked to them on the I Athlete podcast as well. So, um, and obviously, you know, Jill Biden did walk those comments back and pretty much said, "Hey, I'm you know, we you know." Pretty much just backtracking, saying, you know, we know we're just gonna just invite LSU. It's just a, it was just a thought. It was just something mm-hmm. that kind of was like kind of up the, off the cusp, in a sense. So, your thoughts on uh, Lady Jill, Lady First Lady? What are your thoughts on, on on the First Lady's comments? Ah man, um, I don't have too much, man, because I know everybody kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you know went deep into it, but. You know, I'm happy that she turned it around and said, oh, but it seemed like I was watching some people and they was like, well, she said she was going to talk to Joe. She didn't say that she was going to do it. But I again, me personally, the promoter in me was like, oh, y'all going like, you know, this is what y'all need. Like, you know, not a more people that's not even interested in them to playing together is going to be interested in this game now. You know what I mean? Because why is the uh, the politics even talking about it like that? You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, them two girls need to go to the WNBA. Just because we had conversation a few years ago, ago about what we should do, but sometimes, man, people get that microphone in front of them and they just be talking and they don't understand. They can't, if you can't just think you can say whatever you want to. You get this camera, you you know what I mean? You <laughs> get these phones in front of you. Mm-hmm. You just got to watch what you say because either you're going to show your true colors 
or you're just going to have your foot in your mouth. You know what I mean? Or people are going to take it and dissect it. You know what I mean? As much as they can. You know what I mean? That's just my take on it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think like um, I will say this. I was talking to somebody about it, too, and they said that's kind of like where this world is going, where everybody gets. um, Yeah, they were saying everybody gets a trophy and a lot. And when you think about, um, you know, competition, um, you know, you work so hard just to get to a goal. And part of the goal may have been we're going to win a championship so we can go to the White House. Some people that might be part of their goal, but you know, it, it takes from it if you try to change it and say we both there. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not tradition. You know, if I play Madden and I win the Super Bowl, at the end of it, what happened? You know, you would go and you would meet well certain ones anyway, you would go meet the president. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember watching this movie with uh Richard Pryor. He was uh he played Wendell Stanville, Virginia's Wendell Scott. And his biggest thing was not the check, not anything. He wanted the trophy because he was the first black man to win at that place. You know what I mean? So he was like, no, nah, I want my trophy. I want to walk. The, I want to walk, do the lap run around. But, you know, even though he still got the check and he still got his trophy, he said, no, nah, I want to bring the crowd back. You know what I mean? Because those are the things that you work so hard to win for. So. I think that um, you know, you don't take you shouldn't take those traditions from a competitor or a person that wins. You know what I mean? That it means a lot to them. But in this world now, they are trying to like, hey, as long as you tried, you get to get a trophy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm you know, so not funny, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised because <laughs> this 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 administration. Right, <laughs> and this, and I'm just talking about from a sports perspective, so don't right. think I'm left, right, centrist, right. or whatever. Right, like what, like with Kamala Harris, bless her heart, bless her heart, the the the, 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 the bless her heart, the, everything that she does in his life. But <laughs> when she interviewed, when she went into Howard locker room after they got destroyed in the first round. And like, guys, you you did such a great job. You made everything proud. <laughs> they lost by almost thirty points. They lost by like twenty eight points. <laughs> like, no, no. Read the room. Do not go in these people's locker room after they got beat by almost thirty points. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. This administration has just has done this in the last what three weeks. The Joe Biden thing, I think it's just, I don't know. It just want, it's weird to me, like, the, the fact that she even won at Iowa because they played so good. They, they got beat by 17. This is another, see, see how this is, how this sounding? Now, right. I can see if, okay, well, they lost by, like, a point. It was a heartbreaking fashion or something. Right. And they got beat. They got beat yeah. by 17 points. So, right. to me, it's, it's, I'm not surprised, like, I am not. I'm telling you, I'm not surprised that that, that came out of Jill Biden's mouth. Mouth. I am no. not surprised, and I'm glad that you know they get. She, she did get the flag from it because that's just something that we don't do. We don't invite losers to to the White House. We just they, mm-hmm. that's 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 just not tradition. Like, and I know, and even an idiot like Doug Gottlieb said, "Well, that's a good thing because it, it, it'll it'll be bring awareness to, to women's basketball." They already got awareness. Them going to the White House is gonna is right. who, who really cares now? I mean, when you really sit down and you think about it, the White House, 
granted, and I and it's not to pin this on an administration or anybody. Right. This is where I go. I'm not I'm not I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm not a centralist. But the whole visit to the White House thing has lost its luster. It's not like something where it's like it used to be so prestigious to go right. regardless of who who was at who was the, the, uh, you know who was at the helm uh, for the presidency. So that has lost its luster in itself. So to me, suggesting that two teams should the, you know the the winner and the loser should come. No, mm-hmm. like I just don't think that. And I can, I can see where the angle where um, just the fact it's, it's great for college basketball, women's college basketball, because now it, it adds another layer to the publicity train that, that right. they need. It's, it's to me, it's, you know, you're bringing up so much pub. You think about it here, you know, and normally we talk about the top sports headlines of, of the week. Right. And we spent almost half an hour talking about women's college basketball, which is a great thing in itself. And this is right. and it's dominating every podcast, every topic um, mm-hmm. within the last 72 hours. So that's another, this is another great layer of it. But I'm just not surprised. I mean, you know, Jill, she, she walked it back and I give her credit for walking it back because we know that right. won't gonna happen. And then she said she had to tell Joe, we know Joe ain't gonna, Joe gonna be like, nah. So, right. you know, she just did it out of the, out of the y'all gotta just understand Jill is just a sweetheart. She just right. wanted, she just, she just, she want to accommodate everybody. She, she the woman that'll probably invite you to the house and did, did you need something to eat? You want something to drink? <laughs> you, you probably give you a nice warm hug and all that type of stuff. So, <laughs> it's, it's come, it's come from a great place. Yeah, it came but, from a great place. But it's sports, and and like you said, I had I got to ask Joe, and we know Joe Joe gonna say hell no. So it's okay. yeah, because Joe represents, he knows what it means. Like you know, when I watched, like again, watch Forrest Forrest Gump. You know, he went there a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he played, he got, he was a gold medalist. Like it's it's supposed to stand for something. If you get there, you get a medal. Like it's like um a very close a close uh person to me said that. His two goals was in high school was to beat Petersburg, right? Because Petersburg was the big brother. And the second one was to make the tournament so he could run out through the tunnel in the Siegel Center. He didn't say he wanted to win state or anything like that, but that was a goal. You know what I mean? So a lot of these kids, they the coaches that might have won championships, they talk about those things. They say, hey, man, you win the title, man. You get to go to the White House. You get to do this, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe the luster is because one, one, you know, I'm not either side either, but I, I go to the White House and we eat dinner. I, I don't want Burger King and KFC and a uh, double quarter pounder from McDonald's. I don't want any of that. I, you know, I want some, I want some the top shelf. You know, I want to try, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> he had, he had, he he had that stuff in the insulated bag, and that John was just laying out there. <laughs> them quarter pounds of cheese just laying out there. Man, I like it. <laughs> he, he a wild beast. So for me, and you know, I I really was thinking about it today, and 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 I was like, and my buddy said, this is how the world's going. Y'all try so hard, everybody get a trophy. You know what I mean, and. Nah, like they had a level, and then 
sports also for some people is supposed to take different people in different um, races and different, you know, different places in, that they that come from. They come as a team. They win a championship, and they was able to put their differences away, um, away, and they come together. And then there was supposed to be a triumph to be able to win this, and then we get to go to the White House. And some people dream about that. Some people dream of the uh, being at the the foul line with only two seconds left. You know what I mean? And you you kind of took that from. You took it. You took it. You took that luster from it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like some traditions has got to stay traditions. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody loves change, but you know. Yeah, but I don't know. Your boy T Tizzle, hey, he would have got me with a McChicken and, and a twenty piece. So <laughs> I'm just saying, T Tizzle, hey, you ever come back? I can see your face. I can see your face too. Sean, they just came out the grill. Like, like, like hey, they, hey, that's like some nuggets come straight out the grill, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I ain't gonna lie. One of these, one of these things I covered before, they was, they was, they was throwing your boys some chicken sandwiches, and fish sandwiches my way, and they were like, "Hey, man, take some of the fish sandwiches on with you tonight." Say less. <laughs> I remember. I remember when they showed the team. I think it was was it Clemson that one. When they walked in there, you should have seen their face. And then it was like one dude was like, "Man, y'all tripping?" And he just started putting stuff on. I mean, I'd have tripped. I'd have been extremely happy if it was the old Burger King, not this new Burger King. You know what I mean? Let me give me a, a 93 Whopper, <laughs> not this 2023 Whopper. Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I'm talking about Allegedly. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> The bass can invite me, too. Hey, I mean, we, I mean it's what it yeah, is, man. You know, you like them, bon- you like them boneless wings. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm at a point here. I, I get it where I fit in. I I'm telling you, hey. Am I, am, am I invited somewhere I figure it out. Hey, hey, you got peanut butter and jelly and, and two pieces of bread? Bet. That's all I need. And you got a fork? I mean, not a, not a fork, but a, um, a knife. Right. Hell yeah. So what about some cookies? Hell yeah. I mean, I'm with it. I'm with it. I, 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 I'm look, telling you now. Beggars can't be choosers. Hey, I'm going to tell you like this. If I had two dates, right? And they mm-hmm. say one is okay, but, you know, okay. Yeah. You know, she cool. But if the other one is bad... And I'm yeah. like, what? And, she, and then she, and the one that okay say, I want to get you a boil. Let's go get a boil bag and blah blah blah. So, yeah, definitely going over. with her. It's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's over. Like, hey man, like, what kind of food, man? I don't, I don't, I'm a sucker for the boil bags. I'm a sucker for the boil bags. I have to really go. Like, oh dang, man. She's like, Sean, for real. We've been waiting for this. So, 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 so you gonna put extra sauce on the boil bag too? Yeah, I'm gonna have to holler at you next week. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Your boy might go back up there this fall and be like, "Hey, man, you see, I get some of them crispy chickens. All right, let me put them in. The, let me put them in my book bag. 
Like two days. I mean, I don't be caring, man. <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't a fish sandwich the next day and then a chicken sandwich the next. Man, I was eating done for like three days straight. I don't be caring. Hold man. up, hold up. This is a true story. Hell yeah, it's a true story. Hell yeah. <laughs> Where was this at? Where was this at? I ain't saying that you're not allowed, but they made me like, oh, they know who they are. I tell you. I tell, you. I tell, you. I tell me who we are there. Oh yeah, I tell y'all, man. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah, man. Take some with you. Uh, you ain't got. You ain't got uh, to tell me once. Remember when we left and they was having like the little going, the little uh, anniversary at the radio joint, and then yeah. we kept. <laughs> we was like, oh okay, so we can get okay. <laughs> like, yeah, you take this right here. Always. Hell yeah, that's how I'm always like that. I remember we had like a little, well, you know, and I was with the other team in Carolina. Hmm. They were like, you know, um, you know, we had some leftovers. I was like, man, let me get the rest of this chicken salad. <laughs> well, we all going home tomorrow, so it's like, and I live, and I don't like the next day. So I right. some ice, and I ate for like two days off of that. <laughs> I made some sandwiches. Like, like, <laughs> word, word. I feel you. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Right, right. Big facts. Like, hey, man. It is what it is. I know, man. We so, we so, bro, we so independent. So, when people we want to do stuff, I'd be like, shoot, go ahead, bet, man. If you want to, cool. You want to take you some drinks? Yeah, yeah, I'll take some. (laughs) Yeah, I I learned the one thing closed mouths don't get fed. So, right. I'm I'm hoping my mouth pause, but you know. He said, I'm going to figure it out. Well, y'all got some bread. Y'all got some pita butter. <laughs> yep. ain't, ain't got me a little knife. Y'all can me a plastic little knife. <laughs> and I'm good. Y'all in a paper towel so I can put the bread on? Oh, man. Hell, yeah. Hell, I might put it in my hand. Man, you know what I remember about real quick before we move on? Yeah. <laughs> when we went to Tennessee, I remember looking what kind of drink I was getting. They had one of those machines that made its own Kool-Aid. I was like, yo, are oh, we yeah. definitely in the South? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's a fake capital world, man. That's not right. like South is. It's hey, different, man. What kind of Kool-Aid you got? We got lemonade and red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, much. <laughs> well, I used to, I used to, oh man, you know, Kool Aid, man. I, man, I was drinking like oh, I was drinking orange Kool Aid, like for like for a two weeks straight. I'm like, man, I bet they drew my blood. That'd be, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Your um, your blood count is orange. <laughs> yeah, orange I did Kool-Aid. that a couple weeks ago. My daughter was like, Dad, I can make Kool-Aid. I said, oh, word. Man, I done priced, I done priced the powdered Kool-Aid from every store. <laughs> How much is Kool-Aid now? I mean, like, like the seriously. package is still around the same, but, you know, uh, it's about what? The, the powders, the powder joints is like, uh, I don't know, about $2.99, Oh, you talk all like the big tub. I was going to say, yeah. I'll just the, say, package the package is like twenty. The package is like twenty eight cent. Okay, Maybe really a little bit more. 10 cent, like oh yeah, that you know they ain't they ain't doing that no more. That was in the nineties. I mean, they want you to they want you to squeeze the jump, so you know. Yeah. But yeah, yo, <laughs> I'm happy she backed up though and, and made it right. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Shout shout to Caitlyn Clark. Yeah, because she knew. I mean, everything that everybody was just so up in arms about it. I'm like, dude, it's just gaming show. Like everybody just right. Y'all, y'all, you know, y'all be the first ones. Will we we, we need to have you know uh, um equality. They need to be treated <laughs> like the men. And then when they do some some macho stuff, y'all like, well, they're just girls. They're not supposed to be doing that type of stuff. It's basketball. It's competition. It's not like it's it's right. I hate that. I know you do, but you have to understand that is part of it. Like, remember we was having a conversation about girls basketball, and I was saying, man, they should really start doing more. Just not just Twitter, which I'm happy Reese brung that up about. Twitter is gonna be blowing up later. So it seemed like to me, her and and Caitlin, I mean, her and Clark and all of them are starting to tap into their social media because that's what's going to help the league. You know, I remember we were talking about that. I said, you want to figure out a way to get the younger generation involved a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because that's what's going to keep it going. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember when Odell blonded his hair and then you go to, um, you go to like the little peewee games, you see all these little kids yeah. with a little bit of blonde hair. I remember going to AAU and going to these small little basketball games and everybody looked like Clay and everybody looked like, you know, like Steph, you know, and now they're going to start look, they start, they're going to start looking like Ja, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it, that's a part of it. That's, that's how, you know, okay. You know, okay. I got one even better. Like, cause I was born in 78. I'm a Dr. J guy. I'm a Sugar Ray Leonard guy because that's who was on speed stick that's who was on the 7-Up commercial, right, when I was growing up. Well, around 84, 83, 84, something like that, it was this new guy came in. He was dark-skinned. He wore baggy shorts. His shorts was baggy than everybody else, and he had some different shoes. But you want to know the main thing that they complained about, um, um, Chris, I mean, Coach, was his tongue hanging out when he played. Yeah. You know that? They had a problem with that. They was always complaining about why does he play when he play? Why does he stick his tongue? Why does he stick his tongue out like that? That is so disrespectful. That's inappropriate. I remember that when I was young, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't even talk about that no more. And there's a movie about him that, this weekend. That starts tonight. That starts right, tonight. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and I, that's why I thought about that today. I said uh, people, people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they don't talk about that, man. I remember them and they, they even were asking him questions like, why do you why do you have your tongue out when you play? And he was like, I don't know. It's just it just happens. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that was that was part of it. You know, he, he had his dunk out. He dunked the way he dunked, but he had a different shoe. And they don't talk about that. Like, his shorts wasn't real, wasn't real tight like everybody else. They was a little bit more longer, a little bit more baggier. Not real baggy, but a little bit more loose. You know what I mean? Not like TJ Ford. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. Who is your man? Who is the center that used to play for uh, Utah? Um, uh, back in the day, like as Back far in the as day. Back in the Mark day, Eaton. not Ulster Tag. Mark Eaton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he has okay. some daisy. Like, hey, y'all love him. All of them had the daisy to do. Yeah, y'all know God, God rest the dead. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. What you said, but um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's so funny, like how you know, um, that's crazy, man. That is that is a trip, like you know how the evolution of that. I think that's really yeah. like, you know, 
Um, it's cool, like what MJ did, you know, with that. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. You going to see the movie? Um, yeah, more than likely. It is. It is a holiday. Um, this weekend, so yeah, I I might try to. This dude is a trip. But um, possibly, <laughs> possibly I know it's a holiday this weekend, so I I I might not, but I don't know. I just see okay. how it goes with, with the holiday. Great weekend. marketing to put it out on Easter too. That was great marketing. Yeah, you to know. get that slot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, so let's we'll talk about um the Yukon men's winning the uh, national championship. Uh, they beat mm-hmm. San Diego State uh, 76 to 59. Uh, mm-hmm. UConn won their fifth uh, national championship in the last 25 years. Uh, in this game, which is crazy, San Diego State had a 11 minute scoring drought in the first half to obviously pretty much put this game somewhat in cruise control. Um, you look at uh, performances by Tristan Newton, who had 19 points, our guy Adama Sangeo. Um, from uh, you know, UConn had the uh, what did he have? Uh, 17 and 10. He was the MOP of the tournament, and then mm-hmm. uh, another DMV, Angel Reese cousin, Jordan Hawkins had 16 points in that in that mm-hmm. victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, your thoughts on UConn winning that championship, and are they a blue blood? Okay, the blue blood question I'm gonna ask, but bottom line is both teams um, shot bad from three. Um, it went. It really, to me, it seemed like, and that's why San Diego State probably gonna be a little upset because they could have won this game. Um, what was this? What was the ending score again? Seventy six to fifty nine. Seventy six to fifty nine, and they just didn't make their free throws. If they'd have made their free throws, they either would would have won the game, would have been a little bit closer. Like. UConn went to the free throw line 27 times. They made, I'm sorry, they made 24 out of 27 free throws. And then uh, San Diego State only shot 20. They missed um, 15 out of 20. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you got to make your free throws, man. Like, you got to every opportunity when you play, when you were playing for important games, those rebounding, uh, spacing, um, communication, um, you know what I'm saying? Like you, it's it's too important. You got to make your free throws. So shout out to them, though. Um, what else? You know, UConn got six blocks. But when you look at the stats, it looked that's the only thing that really stood out to me was UConn made their free throws. Now are they a blue blood? Um, I was trying to figure out what y'all really were saying. I think with this win, though, it should make them. For the simple fact, the question was there being asked are they a blue blood so then you start looking at the history and you like ray allen um <clears throat> you know kimball walker rudy gay you know what i'm saying like i remember them and i mean yeah like you know what i'm saying like i would compare them to ucla you know what i mean i would compare them like i think i just think duke i think i do think kansas and duke and north carolina is just a little different to me like to me, like um, they see they are like if I don't really watch those like watch NCAA or you kind of like household names like you could say Kentucky and and um and and but so but I but I will say they are blue blood you know what I mean I just think that Kansas Duke especially Duke in North Carolina is just in a whole nother you know what I'm saying that's somewhere else you know what I mean 
but I, I I think they are blue blood. Well, they got five championships now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got more than UCLA, right? I think UCLA got eight. eight. Okay, they got more than in um. I, I think they got more than Kansas. Tied. I think they're tied with. Was it Duke? Can I forgot who else was it? But um, yeah. you got to give it to them, then. If that's the case, if they're tying with Duke, or if you know what I mean, if they got multiples like them, you got to, you got to say that they are. Like you really got to start looking at them that way. And then, and then, like when the last time they won a championship? Two thousand fourteen. Mm, okay. When the last time Duke won? Two thousand fifteen. So. Now you look at that. You know what I mean. So yeah, definitely a blue blood to me. I can't wait to see what she's gonna say. Yeah, and it's one of those where, in the to me, they are blue blood. Like, and and it's mm. funny that Coach K agreed with me. I can say that, right? So <laughs> Coach K agreed with me with it because we talked about it <clears throat> yesterday. Well, you know, I'm not that day, but last week, mm-hmm. one of the stories, I was like, well, we got three Cinderellas and one. Blue blood, and mm-hmm. I, I wrestle with the fact because you think about we think about blue bloods, we think about you know the tradition winning, and then mm-hmm. also what comes to the factor is actually viewership. Mm-hmm. Which you look at, you know, last year, well, this year they got it was um, this the AP reported that was 14.9, 14.69 million views. That's like the um, 17% lower than mm. last year. And considering last year was on on um, was on TNT. I think TNT or TBS, one of those, um, it was on cable. I wish it was okay, but I forgot what network it was on last year. But you got to think about it. I'm not sure who Kansas played the national semifinal, but that was the final four that you had Carolina Duke playing in the national semifinal. And then I forgot who Kansas played. But mm-hmm. you think yourself like <clears> – <throat> Those are the big names of college basketball. That's so you understand why they were up 17% prior to it. And right. you look at even um, – so this was the – that was the lowest ranking on – lowest rating on CBS since UConn last played in 2004 when they beat Georgia Tech in the national championship. So, to me, their run is impressive. To me, mm-hmm. in my my personal opinion, they are blue blood. I think considering the fact of how they won in these last twenty five years, where the evolution of college basketball have has so many different layers. I mean, you you think about when they won the national championship in nineteen ninety nine, it was like kind of traditional where you had guys staying because you think about that was the team that had Rip Hamilton, uh, Khalid Alamine. You had guys who stayed in college for multiple years. How we how we grew the custom of that time, mm-hmm. two thousand and four. You know, when they won that championship, that's kind of when you start seeing like the kind of the 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 guys coming out of um, you know when they implemented the rule of kind of the one and done in a sense because you know obviously that class two thousand and four we had Dwight Howard, Josh Smith, J.R. Smith, all those guys came out you know as far as uh, coming out of high school, so they kind of stopped that thing and Deshaun Livingston all that class in two thousand and four. And then you just look at even modern era. Like you look at 2014, that was kind of one of those years where like that one and done kind of came into prominence. You think about, you know, at that time, it was like, you, um, 
you know, you think about that era at that time. And then now in 2023 with a transfer portal and all mm-hmm. that. So they've won it in, in the various eras that of college basketball evolution. So right. I definitely think they are a they're a 21st century blue blood. I put it that way. So I they do they do fall in that line as far as the Carolinas and Dukes, in my personal opinion. So right. I do like because you can't sniff the you can't ignore the fact they've won five national championships. Right. And and and, and think about it in this century, essentially, because I mean they won a championship in 1999. So carry that over. It, this is you know, this is the uh a, you know a team that's won four titles. In the 21st century, so right. you know, and you know, shout out to you know Jim Calhoun to kind of, you know, when he in essence took over this program, I think in like 1986, the team was like terrible, and right. then they kind of uh, became like a standard in college basketball. And, you know, he led them to four titles, and then what you know, with Dan Hurley, the better brother, um, <laughs> <laughs> what he's doing at UConn now, and you look at you know, so. Um, he's a trip. I tell you, they are um, so biased. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bitter brother. <laughs> and then they've won five championships with what three different coaches? Just two. Yeah. Just two. Just yeah. two coaches, but mm-hmm. different coaches though, right? So, um, yeah, four with Calhoun, and then one with Hurley. One with Hurley. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you think that with how long Hurley's been in what eighteen? He got there in eighteen. When did Hurley get there? Going to think about it. When did Hurley? Because Hurley been a beef been around. Um, let me see. Yeah, because I think Dan Hurley. Because I know, like, because who the hell like Kevin Ollie? Who else? Did they win? They did they win with Kevin Ollie? No. No. No, nah, because I think. Kevin Ollie, he came after because remember Calhoun retired. Yeah, so he'd been there since 2000, 2018. Okay. Um, no I want to say Kevin Ollie. Kevin Ollie came after Calhoun. Uh, I, if my memory is correct. Because I think. Where was he? Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So, okay, oh, okay. So was he okay? Hold up. So he was the head. He was a head coach of UConn. Oh, he was. Oh, I know he was the head coach at UConn when they won at fourteen. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So that's three coaches, right? Three coaches, yeah. So it was. So Cowell, yeah, they definitely yeah, took. I would say this. You you look at that. I would say that with this win right here, it definitely makes them a blue blood because that means that every the three coaches since Calhoun. They have been able to turn to turn the um the 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 um the program around and they win a championship. That's all it's about. You may not win be able to win back to back or cause especially dealing with even not not just the portal, even just you know, you win a championship, one and done, then you're trying to go to the league. You know what I'm saying? You your your stock is good, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I would definitely have to say that they're blue blood. Yeah, I forgot. It's crazy. I always thought he came after. I didn't know Calhoun been gone. He been he retired <laughs> twelve um, what eleven years ago. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Time flies. He retired yeah, twelve. Wow. 
I thought it was. I, I thought he was been gone. Maybe I didn't think he was gone for ten years. I thought maybe like eight, eight years, maybe six, seven years. Right, because you know wow. it's been conversation about the bubble pop up, right? And everybody act like that was so long ago. It is just twenty twenty three, and that was twenty twenty. That was three, three years, years ago. ago. Which you is, know what I mean? That's been a long three years, though. In all, in all, in all honesty. Right. I'll, it's weird. Like even I look at something like from twenty twenty one, it feel like that's been so long ago. Right. It's just I don't know. It's just crazy. Just out. I don't know. It's just a. But you know what's like, weird? You know, I still thing. feel like I still feel like we just went on the road like two years ago, three years. It don't seem like it was that long ago. Five. Right. It don't seem like it was that long ago. Be like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Five years ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It be like that. Time just flies, but yeah. So, yeah, get into a little little bit of NBA. So obviously, uh, the NBA is gonna, you know, pretty much um, the season gonna be over this weekend. So, how to play our pictures? You still got some spots that kind of some um, place the way they need to kind of. Um, so some some seating has to be played out. Some people are, are firmly entrenching their spot, and some have the opportunity to move up. So. We have some matches that are probably be set in stone. Yeah, I think you look at, uh, like, I think for sure the lock of Cleveland in the, in the Knicks, the Cavs and the Knicks. But um, so we'll start in the East. Which first round matchup that you want to see, like as far as a wish list, like as far as how the standings look now, how you, what do you want to see as, as first round matchup? In the East? I could, I couldn't do it. The only thing I could think about East, I'm so sorry. No, I, I, yeah. It was. It was. I was like, man, I don't know, but I can just say the matchup that I really would love to see. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the Hawks versus versus New York. Okay. I was really trying to put something together for 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 the East, and I couldn't. Like, I really, um, I like Chicago, but I think Chicago's missing something. You know what I mean? So I really couldn't say who I wanted them to play. And it's really nobody else. Like the Raptors, it's the, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proud of the Heat. I'm not, you know, it's really no team on the East that I'm really looking at. Like I think, so it was hard. I'm so I apologize. I tried, man, because uh, I really tried. You know, I really, really tried, and it just nothing intrigued me. Nothing intrigues me. Like it's something even like you would think I would like Philly, but Philly looks slow yeah. and sick. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? It just looked like. And then I'm looking at Boston, and it's the same with Boston. It's like I think Boston should have got rid of maybe um, Griffin. I think Boston should have went and tried to get some type of young big man. You know what I mean? I will say this though, I'm still intrigued with the Nets. I like the um, I like the the guys they got from Phoenix, and I like the guys they got from um, I like Dinwiddie. So I think they might be a scary team that's going to probably break some hearts. Yeah, because they'll they'll probably play Philly. That's probably the three six. So pretty much three six, four and five is set. So mm-hmm. East is kind of damn near set. So obviously you got uh, the Knicks, the Knicks and the Cavs, the first round, and then you got the Sixers and the Nets. So I'm, as far as from from a playing perspective, mm-hmm. I. I'm uh, I'm assuming Toronto's probably gonna get the AFC and they'll play Milwaukee. That's what I'm thinking. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a nice first round matchup uh, between them two. And then maybe Miami and Boston. I want to definitely want to see kind of 
what Jimmy Butler can do. And th- and this is kind of mm-hmm. one of those where Miami's at a crossroad. I think Miami's at a point where, okay, let's see how we do in this plan and mm-hmm. you know, if we can get in and then what we can do. Because it's to a point where they're backpedaling in, in a sense, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, this is a good, you know, barometer, especially in you know, that play, you know, and hopefully they play like a Boston and get mm-hmm. that seat. You know, obviously, I think they would um, beat Atlanta and then, you know, in that, in that first playing game. And then yeah, I'm assuming possibly Atlanta, with, you know, obviously, I think Toronto will probably be Chicago. I mean, that's just, that's just keeping a buck. <clears throat> and then, you know, Toronto goes to Atlanta and beat, beat the Hawks. Um, so that's what I'm potentially thinking. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but I definitely, that, I definitely think the Cleveland. I think Cleveland versus the Knicks, especially considering the fact everybody wanted everybody, mm-hmm. especially Donovan Mitchell's probably gonna be public enemy number one in MSG. So I, I, I you know, I want to see right. how he rise against that. So that's great because I was thinking that too. I kept looking at the Knicks and I was like. Man, I really love when the Hawks and the Knicks played each other and how, you know, Trey, you know, Ice Trey was just, you know, he showed out. You know what I mean? I'm not scared or scared of the stage. But then I kept – it's just something about the Cavs that make me so nervous, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just – like kind of like the Heat did back in the bubble years. Remember before the bubble came, I was like, Miami's scary to me because I said them dudes shoot threes like the Warriors on the low. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel the same way with Murray and um and Mitchell. I feel like, man, they it will be those guards gonna really have to stick them because they can knock down, they can give you both e both give you 40 to me. Easy. Yeah. Easy, you know. And that'll be, and you know, whoever goes in that second round, definitely, I think he definitely pose a threat for Milwaukee. I'm not saying that they're gonna beat Milwaukee, but I think they can, and it, they can put a scare in Milwaukee. I think they can, it could be a definite competitor, especially I think like, especially like a, like a Cleveland team, especially with mm-hmm. that, the size. Like you know, you look at um, at our boy um, Evan, uh, Evan right. Mobley, right? You know, and then you know. Then Jared Allen in the middle as well, so right. I, I like that as far as you know that you know. But I don't like to put the cop before the horse when you stick with the first round. So I think Milwaukee, um, I think Milwaukee, which we already know, they're missing like um, they're missing PJ Tucker. Like Middleton can knock down some shots, you know what I'm saying? But they need PJ Tucker to be able to switch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and they 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 never. They never replaced anybody to take that position where you got a guy that could play really two through five that could play a person, be physical with a person that's big. I don't think they, you know, I think who they, who did they keep? Um, Portis, I think his name was. Yeah, they got Bobby Portis, yeah. Yeah, and he, he's not that guy. You know what I'm saying? He's not that guy. He can knock down a three, but he's not that guy. And I think that's going to be a, that's going to be a problem. That's why I never, that's why I said this is really going to be a good play because there's no stand, standout that you could say, Hey, because the Warriors to me wasn't supposed to win last year, you know what I mean. But um, I don't know. I just think the Nets and and the Cavs are probably going to be the one, the wild two wild cards in the East. Yeah, I don't know, man. I know I shouldn't discount my Bulls, but man, I hope, hey, if we hey, if we mess around and win, 
and Pet Bev, <laughs> Pet Bev be out here with the uh, on on the scores table in Toronto. Are they healthy? They healthy though, right? Who Chicago? Ain't ain't everybody healthy? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, that's it's, the main it's, thing. That's the main yeah, thing, Beaver. Yeah, but yeah, but that would be funny. He do like he did last year with Minnesota. That would be hilarious. Like you know, great coaching. They got good coach. Um, I I watched them when they played the Lakers, and, and you know what I'm saying. If they just organize it, they'll be all right. But yeah, it's gonna be it'll be funny if we do end up messing around winning, and then our boy Pat Bev gonna be going off. That would be hilarious, like he did last year with Minnesota. Right. I mean, that was so funny when he, man. I swear. When he was crying. Yeah, that messed up in my mind rent free. They did like they did some great editing because they did all that. They celebrating. He mm-hmm. on that did did Carl Anthony Towns kissing his girlfriend Jordan Woods. That that mess was hilarious. Like, and they were like, man, they look like they don't want a championship. <laughs> Charles Barkley, come on, man, come on, man. Chuck, man, he's hilarious, man. Yeah. So, what about the West? Oh, what did I put down for the West? Everybody against Memphis. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, whoever Memphis play. Uh, let me see. Oh, man. I don't know. Because I know they not. The West is so toss-up. But I definitely would like to see the Kings versus the Warriors. That Bay Area. Um, yeah. That Bay Area um, game would be crazy. Um I, I was I, I put the Suns versus the Nuggets. I know as you said first round. First I just round, yeah. I I just didn't know really how to because it's such a toss up. You know what I mean? Like I don't think the Pelicans don't do anything for me because I don't think they play in the style that they they could. Um, you know I like the Thunder. They some good young guys, but I just couldn't pick. You know what I'm saying? How I wanted to because it's such a toss up. But I would I would like to see. Memphis, Memphis versus the Lakers, um, but probably the main thing, honestly, I would love to see the Kings versus the Warriors. Yeah, and this and that's another one where that we got some matchup that might be more than likely kind of set in stone. It's mm-hmm. just more so of um, of just how it all going. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing for me. Um, and I. I wouldn't say we it's it's a lock between um, Phoenix and Golden State because I know Phoenix mm-hmm. is the fourth. I think currently Golden State is fifth. I think right. I'm, let me actually actually I'm gonna go and check now what I'm looking at now. So Phoenix, so Phoenix and Golden State they're four or five. If that stays current, I I wouldn't mind that because obviously they're at, you, we really think that you know Phoenix is probably gonna be a favorite, obviously. You know, with Kevin Durant, um, Booker, and, and CP3, um, right? That's going to be really intriguing. At Sacramento, I think my thing is, I think Sacramento's probably going to end up playing the Lakers in the first round. I think that three mm-hmm. six is going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be it's going to be a California matchup. I mean, it's, regardless how you slice it up, it could be the Clippers, mm-hmm. it could be the Warriors. It's going. You know they gonna stay within the same state. It's gonna be all mm-hmm. this is gonna be an Arnold Schwarzenegger special, um, all California matchup between somebody, one of these three. Um, it, it's at especially with Sacramento. I definitely would would like to see that matchup. 
Memphis is interesting. I think Memphis might mess around and maybe play. I want to say Warriors. probably if they slide. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's going to be really interesting. If they slide to seven, that would be really interesting for the first round of, of the playoffs. If they if they slide, it's going to be interesting. Like, obviously, you know, we, we can record the 10 as we record live now. Right. If the Lakers game, whoever wins this one, it's pretty much if they win, somebody gonna get a week rest. The other one yeah. got to play probably. Yeah. Two. If do the Warriors play tonight? Uh I don't know if the Warriors play tonight or not. Let me see. But, I'm looking um, now. Um. So see. that's where you look at that. That six and seven. That six seven could be. Today the, today's the uh, fifth. Yeah. They play Friday. So, so if the Lakers win tonight, the Lakers move to the fifth. Oh, it moves to the fifth. Oh, hold on. Yeah, because they beat they oh, beat the Warriors. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. If, if the Warriors slip, that would be a good matchup. If they, and the thing is, they they would have to win that first game to play Memphis. So that's another one too, where they have a home game. So that's kind of a mm-hmm. thing about it. And it's weird because, like, Minnesota is going to be how – because to me, I look at it, it New Orleans is probably just going to be lucky because I think they might just get themselves in at that A spot and then maybe play in Denver. I can see that. But mm-hmm. I definitely think – I definitely think my – but the, the ultimate matchup, I definitely think I want to see Sacramento and the Lakers play. I want to see that as a first-round matchup. Word. I never want to see just because it's almost like Sacramento's a great story. Like it's it's almost like they're in parallel universes. Right. You right. got a, you got a, uh, a Sacramento team that is a good young team, lacks playoff experience. Right. You got a Lakers team that has experience, especially when you think about LeBron and AD, they've won a championship together. And then you also got those other kind of pieces. That haven't had that much playoff experience, right? So it's and I'm I'm just curious, especially for a Sacramento perspective, because people gonna look at that situations where they're one and done. Everybody looking at them, everybody's pretty much saying they're one and done because of their inexperience. So now, couple, you know, and we're hoping we're not hoping, but more so, you'll have you know AD and LeBron pretty much uh, at the best they can. Now nobody's gonna be 100 percent come you know this time of year. But you have them playing at, at a high level. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I would like to, you know, I'm looking at it now, right? But the fourth and the fifth seed, if the Lakers get the fifth seed, I wouldn't mind wanting to see that that Lakers versus the Suns. Because I think if there is a team that probably could beat the Suns, would probably be the Lakers because the Lakers is deep. And I think the Suns gave up a lot of their depth to get KD. Really? And nobody wants to talk about that. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. – I ain't saying LeBron would be at a lot because I was trying to figure out, well, who would stick who would stick KD? And I said they probably put LeBron in because, you know, they got Vanderbilt also. And I think I Vanderp- probably, Vanderbilt probably stick um, Booker. I would, yeah. I'll, yeah, part of me – I don't know. It's weird. It's almost like pick your poison. Right. Like, me with Kevin Durant, it's like – because the way he shut down Luka, I was like – I'm a, uh, I might start him. I might start Jared initially on KD. Really? I think it switched because I, 
Well, film is like it's weird because like I can see Kevin Durant going off in that series. Like it's weird. Like, like Kevin Durant has a yeah. I don't know. Kevin Durant just has that in a, that ability to just like take over. Right, I got you. Like, yeah. I feel like they gave him up. I feel like something's wrong with KD because I was like, why would the net? Regardless, if they were just good business and blah blah blah, I'm like. Yeah. I'm the net. You giving up Kyrie? I'm not giving up Kevin Durant. When especially when he already signed, um, the contract. He probably just didn't want to be. I don't. But I, 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 when they traded him, I said, man, I think something wrong with him. And they not just saying anything. You know what I mean? And I think it was just out of desperation because I kept. And it was funny because I remember when he, we talked about it in the summer because we were like, right, like. You're making a trade request, and it's almost like it gets to a point where the the value of it might diminish. And I think, Brooklyn, right. in essence, probably was like, you know what? Let's just let's just let's just get out of this deal. Period. Mm-hmm. At, all, at all costs. Because I think even with because we even talked about because you know the Mikael Bridges to, um, right. trade thing was coming in the summer. And I'm like, well. Right. I like Mikael Bridges, but I need like an all star. I need, and, you know, even though I think he will become an all star down the line, but I need something an, an all star like somebody who played in Utah in February. I need that in return for Kevin Durant. Right. But right. that obviously didn't happen. I think they just—it's just one of those things where they had to make a move. Like it's kind right. of one of those where it's like we got to do it now, even though he's still on the contract for the next four years. But we got to we we got to do something with mm-hmm. that. So I, it's to me it was like a a desperate move, but you know they did what they had to do. But um, yeah, I, I think the Lakers is deeper than the Suns. That's that's why I mean. I think they. I think yeah. it's more int- that one's interesting because I'm like, if there is a team that might be able to beat the Suns, I yeah. think the Lakers can because regardless, Aiden, I think I think AD can kill Aiden. You know what I'm saying? And then it, it would probably most likely be on Kevin Durant to do what Kevin Durant do. But is he really going to go all out on, Le- on LeBron sticking or Vanderbilt? You know what I mean? I, I don't, at this thing with him, it's like it's he's a wild card. I ain't he a wild card, but I mean he's right. a guy that I'm. You know, I'm, I know. A, I'm gonna do my best on him, yeah, because Kevin right. Durant can he can he can tell you apart. So think about it. What if yeah. the Suns lose that? They would lose that one. What if they lose that? You know how the playoffs would be a toss, a extreme toss up. Then you'd be like, for sure, yeah, <laughs> because they're even though they're in that fourth seed, they're still like a favorite because obviously you right. just look at what they have on paper. And I know right. people, you know, and and then Golden State, you still look at what they can do now, like as far as now bringing you know Andrew Wiggins coming back. I think that's going to definitely help rejuvenate them in a sense. So mm-hmm. they're another. So that's why I like that four or five is really interesting because that, what that's going to potentially set up, if 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 Golden State stays at five, right, that's going to set up that Denver, and I think that's where like you know that second round series where, you know, that's when you'll say okay, whoever you know, can both of these teams? We still think these two teams could potentially beat Denver in the seven game series, right? And then that's their path to the Western Conference Finals, and then you know. Um, on that on that side of the bracket, even though it's what an 18, 18 bracket, but on the other side on that side of the bracket right. uh, of the playoffs. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. I got sure. a question. I got a question. Yeah. I was thinking today, like, with, with we, I knew we was going to talk about this. 
like what teams do you think if this sh- stuff don't work out that's going to probably have to blow their team up what what teams you think in both sides east and west that's probably going to have to make some serious moves first in the east Miami there you go yeah um even though I regardless of how they had a fair mm-hmm. I still think even if they make it to the finals, but they, I think they got to win a championship. If they win right. a championship, I look at Boston potentially. Me too. I think Boston, as far as from a, what they're going to do with Jalen Brown, I don't think they're going right. to blow up the team, but I think they're going to look at maybe Jalen Brown, like moving maybe Jalen Brown to kind of acquire somebody else. Right. So that, um, I would say Chicago, but it's almost like, they really can't do nothing. Like you can right. blow it up, but the house still gonna be there. Right. You know, I mean, it's gonna be bare bones, but in the West, well, I know Dallas ain't gonna make it, but damn. Like, <laughs> they they can, um, unless you know the Thunder um kind of have a uh have a bad couple of days. Oh, hold on, before you keep going, I want you to keep going. Dallas reminds me, I think there's somebody in Mark Cuban's ear and saying, man, you're going to have to let this Luca dude go because I think he is the real issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know everybody like him, but he ain't Dirk. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not Dirk Nowinski. He's not Steve Nash. He's different. You know what I'm saying? And and I know you want to hold on to it because he's a foreign player and he's great, but you are <laughs> – you messing up your franchise. Y'all been down, really downsliding for what, two, two, three years now. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to have to find, they're going to have to find. Well, they, it was working because before the Kyrie Irving trade, they was like second or third in the West. Like they, mm. they had one of the best records in the Western Conference. But, and, and, and it's something going on, and I don't think I think he's having issues with with the coach with with Jason Kidd. Are we surprised? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I he's not the first point guard under the tutelage of Jason Kidd to be dissatisfied. Mm. I mean, we've been down this road multiple times, people. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't put point no fingers or place no blame on nobody. But if if it, if it, if, it, if, it's, if it quacks like a duck, damn it, it's a duck, right? You know. But you know, I don't know. But um, so we talked about them. I think a team that might need to blow it up in the West. Maybe Denver. I like because a part of me, because like to me, they get the number one seed, and if they lose again, and because that's I, I think that if if everything's constructed the way if, if, if the season ended tonight, and we're right. talking about the matchup that I wanted the Phoenix to go in the state, right? Denver has a chance of maybe losing the second round, and once again, that's not going to cut it. I mean, especially for a team, especially the success they've had. In the past, I think they'll be a team. I think Memphis will be fine. I'm going out to Sacramento. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Go to Phoenix. I think everybody goes because because even with Phoenix, 
you give him a pass because like what well, Kevin Durant came right first week of February, so you like okay, and you know Chris Paul on his way out. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they, mm-hmm. they have to um they have to, they have to bring some people in and uh, Clippers. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I think yeah, the Clippers mm-hmm. for sure. Like if they don't, I think if they don't win a championship. It's it's a wrap because I know people, you know, people saying as far as Tyron Lue future, you know, as far mm-hmm. as um, you know, as far as I've even heard rumblings, you know, potential rumors that that he may resign after the season. I've heard that, you know, that, mm. you know I'm, yeah, it's just it's nothing really like publishing the thing. I've, I've there, there's rum, there's rumors, allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. So and you can say the Lakers too. You can say um. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of a given, right? Because, like, because now I think they're at a crossroads. Because I mean, and then it's like, what do you do? Because it's almost like with LeBron. Okay, what do you like? <laughs> no, but I'm serious. I mean, no, for real. Point, but you're at a point now where okay, you got superstars about to turn 39 in December. Like, we know what he's doing is is fantastic at his age, but. We got to start looking at stuff down the line. Right. You know, and then with Anthony Davis, it's it's crazy to think. It's almost like I'd rather we keep LeBron than Anthony Davis. And it's, I right. mean, when you sit down and you think about it, in theory, if you just take everything out, a guy that's 29 years old, right. or a guy that's about to turn 40 next December, what, in 2024? Right. Like, because we know AD's probably not going to be that, like, once LeBron leaves, you know, he's gonna be the one that you really want to carry this franchise. Mm-hmm. That should just do with his his injury history and what have you. So it's gonna be a toss up. Yeah, I, I mean the Lakers gonna have to do something. I do like the piece that they got. Um, you know, going forward, so I definitely think right. they have a team a, a a team that got um you know with youth. So mm-hmm. I, they did get some some good assets in those um. In those trades that they did in the offseason, I mean, not offseason, but during the season. So, yeah, I mean, you right. can deal with a D'Angelo Russell, you know, Jared Vanderbilt, um, you know, Malik Beasley, right. uh, Scotty Pippen Jr., stepdaddy. And one of the reasons yeah. I, I, I brung it up was because, um, you know, I was thinking about the bubble and I had spoke on Utah and Portland and it was somebody else. It was Utah and I think it was Denver. But I said one of them teams are going to have to make a push or they're going to have to blow it up. They blew up Utah. You know what I mean? Um, So I'm looking at Portland. They Same thing. Portland got knocked out. They wanted reasons why they made the play-in game. We'll talk about that some other time, though. (laughs) But, you know, they lost in the first round. They they end up blowing it up. Fired the coach. Brung in. Billups, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Tossy Billups. So now I'm looking at Denver. Cause he had Jamal Murray, he balled in the bubble, but he's been hurt ever since. Yeah, is he? Is he? Can he play at the level he did before? Michael, Michael, uh, what's his name? Michael uh, Parker Jr. What's his name? That's his name. Michael oh, Porter uh, Jr. Michael Porter. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You you put a lot of emphasis in him. He be balling somewhat, but it, yeah. is he really worth holding on to? You know and what I'm saying? I, and I was shocked that they got rid of Bo Bo's Howling. I was That's really right. shocked, like when they got Try- rid of him. So right. I definitely thought because he's a, he would be a nice young core piece to this team, but mm-hmm. um, but the Lakers got him. I mean, the Lakers, but um, the Clippers got him. So hey, it's all good. So I'm just sitting back and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, this 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 
gonna mean something because like Kyrie and um and um and um KD gone, they're not on the same team no more. You know that's when they had signed was that was that year. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They, they go play for the Nets. So you, I'm starting to look at everybody. Okay, it's about time for them some teams to really start blowing up they they squad like. Um, Brown and Tatum been playing together since LeBron was, you know, playing for the Cavs. So, you know, they went to the finals. Maybe that's the ceiling. You know, I, I definitely okay for me. I'm going to say definitely the Raptors. Um, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Philly. Like I'm like, what are they really doing? Like, like they've been staying in the same little area. They done lost to everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They done lost to everybody. So in the same little area. So what do y'all got? Y'all got y'all had got two coaches. What's next? Like and you know, Harden, yeah, Harden about to leave. So yeah, so, yeah uh, free agent next summer. So it's gonna be interesting. I just thought about that. You know what I'm saying? I just and then a just, part of me now to kind of you know thinking about it too. Atlanta, because now you look at now bringing in Quinn Snyder, which yeah. I know he's going to do something like as far right. as um, do something. I know people, a lot of people talk about getting rid of trade, right? And I'm like, okay, I mean, what you're going to get from him, I'm, I'll be intrigued as far as right. what, what deals he can get for Trey Young. I mean, yeah, so I don't know it's going to be definitely interesting to say the least as far as how that's going to go, but um, yeah. One more thing. I'm ready for a lot of these older guys to retire. No lie. Like, I, I love LeBron, but it's to me, I'm ready for LeBron to go. I'm happy Haslam leaving. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really time to give that seat to some of these young players. You know what I mean? You're in the way. Yeah, my thing is with LeBron, I just, I just don't – my, my thing is I just don't want him to wait for Bronny, in a sense. Because mm-hmm. a part of me, like, because will he be ready next year? That's the thing about it. Is he, will he be ready next year? As far as coming out in the NBA, and I don't want it, and I and I get where where LeBron's coming from. I want he want to play with his son, but like I like I've always said, I just don't want it to be like a like a circus. When I yeah, think I it think, will be. Yeah, It'll yeah, be a I think he, circus and just yeah, in general. He need to let his. He need to. I mean, he could do whatever. I'm not knocking him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not but not either. But let him have his shine, man. Let them both have right. their shine. Be like for real. I, yeah, and that's my. He thing. already got. He already no, no. My bad, B. I mean, over talking, but he already got it. They he went to Ohio State. They were screaming his name. They didn't say LeBron James son. They said Bronny. He already got it. All you got to do is back out. You know, just just go on ahead, hit the moonwalk, and let let Bronny do his thing. It may not be as great as yours, but you did what you're supposed to. Like just step yeah. out, let him do him. You and know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't want him to be in a situation where, like you said, just to take take away. Like I always said. And I don't want it to be a situation where he's not ready, and then right. once once LeBron leaves, nobody's gonna really give a damn about him. Right. That's my biggest fear about that, and that's my thing too. Where I like I like that, but then it's almost like, but at what at, at what cost will that be? Because people gonna want you because it's a package deal, right? But once once the father leaves, what's gonna leave the son? Because I don't want him to just sit in, you know, on the bench somewhere in the G League, just wasting away, where he could have been, you know, he could have been right. having some formative years either at Oregon, USC, Ohio State, or wherever he wants to go, or wherever right. he plans to go next year. So, um, yeah, I just hope, like you said, I just hope it's just, I just don't want it to be the circus 
that I envision it's going to be. Right. It's already good. It's already the circus. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I just, mean, but right. But yeah, we have pre-sale tickets for the circus. But but when that happens, I'm sure that I'm sure his circus right will be better than Zion's. Tell you that. Yeah, but no disrespect think, to Zion, but that's that's that that circus has been very disappointing to me. <laughs> like you know, well, like people. Yeah, the, the one that rolled into Durham was right. Was, <laughs> like we was talking about that. I was like, yo, they promoted blah blah blah, and he heard this. I know people sitting there like, hold up, I just paid five thousand dollars for these tickets. Yep, for a tour I shoe. Like I'm like, no way. That's why you would not catch me a game of that type of magnitude, spend all that kind of money. And then that happens. And the same thing we watch on television for free. Word. And it seemed like, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, man. I, I think that maybe they need to move on. Maybe that it takes, maybe he, you know what I'm saying? Take It's like Grant Hill. Remember when Grant Hill came in and it was all that expectation and he balled, but then he hurt his foot oh, and then blah, blah, blah. But then it took some. Then he went to Orlando. Was getting hurt all the time. But then once that spotlight kind of went the other way, he was still able to give you some years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But that oh Detroit Grand Hill. Oh man, Detroit Grand Hill was like monster. Oh man, it was out off the charts. Like that's how like I, I think that's one thing too. Like that's like one of us. Like you had to be there. Like it, I mean, YouTube videos don't do it justice. Mm-hmm. You actually had to be there. You had to watch these games on television, and yeah, Grant Hill was was a monster, man. He was a beast. He was fine. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and he's a damn vampire. I seen him the other day. I'm like, damn, dude. I need to start drinking more water. I'm like, right. like fifty years old and almost right. the same. You know, he gray now a little bit, but you know, he's he's gray, but but yeah, he still look. Like he did in the nineties, he represents um, the the one of the owners of the Hawks. Yeah, but him and his partner, I think they either bought another team or did something recently, and I can't remember though. That um, his face, I cannot remember. Man, I don't even know why I brung it up, but it was something big, and that was like that's when they was like, man, you already got the Hawks, man, and now you're making this move to do this, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Did y'all sell your team yet? Um, it's it's still some bitters with that. So I think it's probably I know um the owner of the Sixers and they like Harris. I think mm-hmm. he's in the group like with Magic Johnson. They put, there's a couple of people put a few bids in, but nothing's been sold yet. Okay. But it's it's gonna happen eventually. But I don't know. It's crazy because I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and I like. Until they say they sold, I'm not even gonna, you know, gonna celebrate it until it's official. Like that's just it, it, to me. This whole saga, it feel like the good. It feel like it feel like an episode of Good Times. Mm-hmm. Every time that you think something good gonna happen, then something bad happen, and you're like, you know what? <laughs> Forget right. this. I'm like, I hear, oh, you know, he's gonna sell the shares. Uh, you know, he's gonna get, you know, be invested with with Bank of America. Mm-hmm. And then you know we think, okay, we're gonna be sold. James gonna take us to Mississippi. Lord James and died in the car accident. And then here go they talking about some. Oh, well, Jeff Bezos got rejected from the deal, and I'm like, damn, damn, damn. 
So it's like, <laughs> so until, 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 this, until this thing is dead and done, yeah. when, when the money's deposited in the Dan Snyder's account for $6 billion, that's right. the thing where I will rejoice. But until then, unless Keith can bring us out of the ghetto, if he don't break it's his coming. leg, playing for the it's Bears, coming. you know, tell my husband don't bail right. us out and put us in a high rise in Chicago, then right. I celebrate. But hopefully Keith, Keith need be all right. Right. God rest the dead, Keith. You know, well, his name was Keith on it. The football player. What was her husband? His name was Keith on it. I don't know his name. You know, anyway, but yeah, he died in real life. But I wonder if his name was in that because it was something like that. It was something that um he was a part of. They just bought something that was major, and he was his name was him and his partner was part of it. And he spoke mm-hmm. on it. And I cannot remember. I don't know if it was an NFL team. Is there was somebody just sold an NFL team? Um, I know the Broncos, but that was last year. But that's the Walter family. Okay. But um, okay. mm. anyway. But um, yeah, it's a it's a few bids online. I know uh, one of the teams, one of the guys, it was a uh, Canadian guy. And I think he's teaming up with Magic. Okay. Um, so they look they they the odds on favorite, but I think a few people put in their bid for six billion dollars. Yikes. That's crazy thing. If all this issues with Washington, right. this team is still worth six billion dollars. Right. I tell you that. Mm. You know, WWE franchise. Oh my god. WWE. Vince McMahon so- bought it. Bought um, WWW WWWF from mm. his dad at one million dollars, and over the weekend he sold it to an umbrella company um, that owns UFC two. Mm-hmm. He, uh, that company um, bought fifty-one percent of it for six point three billion dollars. That's something. And he still can run it just like Dana White. But we had, you know, if you guys watch, you know, the old some old uh, Couch Coach Live, we talked about that. It was around the Mayweather and uh, Conor McGregor fight. When I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's something, man. Like. It, that stuff, it just it, it prints out money. Like even with the dysfunction of Washington, it's still worth six billion dollars a game. Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine an organization that has so much failures can be worth that much? It's like it's just, the NFL. It it, it 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 always trips me out. Like regardless of how you run your company, good, bad, or indifferent. It's still worth billions of dollars, right? It's just, it's just amazing how you know that's the I'm, man they had that kind of money and just know that you you're gonna make a profit off of that. I'm trying to figure out how come y'all charging coaches for coffee. <laughs> yeah, oh, it might be Daniel. Mike Daniel's funny, man. <laughs> man. That's funny when he said that. And, but Mike Daniel's that mean that I doubt they do it now. But I mean, because Mike Daniel was like in 2000. 11. <laughs> like, it's been about 12, 13 years since he's been here. But like you said, though, you went to uh, Atlanta and you were saying how the prices was affordable and oh, yeah. all that other stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah that was crazy. I was like, man, this is like <laughs> fast food prices. Because, <laughs> I mean, because you're not used to, like, especially when you go to the thing, you know, right. like, all right. I'm gonna spend like some money, but I that thing I spent like less than like fifteen dollars. That's because that's Atlanta, 
and you are a fan of a Washington DC yeah. team and everything up there is expensive. And that's and it's weird because I think they're like one of the only teams that like really have like cheap concessions. And it's weird. Like how, really? Yeah. I and like like gosh, like if you go um I remember I forgot it's but yeah, most of most of the places they're expensive. Like um you know, even like, cause you think it, like FedEx. FedEx is like one of the oldest stadiums in the NFL, one of the worst stadiums <laughs> in the NFL. But they charge you an arm and leg. I can imagine, cause I haven't been to FedEx in years. I can imagine how much stuff costs now, especially with the hyperinflation. Mm-hmm. It would be it would be crazy how much stuff would cost now. Right. But um, man, I was looking at the standings. The Nets better hope that um they don't lose out. Cause they're messing around the heat. Win one more game, they probably can get out the playing. Yeah, I mean you got you know got Mikael Bridges and them boys right, right. On, on the playing. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's, it definitely be interesting down this stretch. We only got what a few games left oh. to go. Yeah, it's, it's right. Actually, they might be all right though. It's yeah, all good. But, but um, let's see. It's 42 and 38. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be definitely interesting um, race to the finish or who's going to get, because pretty much, hey, it's at the point now, hey, is you going to get a week rest? Right. Or you or you playing Tuesday and Wednesday night? I'm just interested because I know they signed the CBA. I can't wait to see because they're going to have that tournament. And then the reason that, like I was telling somebody, they, they they only made the playing game because it was so many stars getting hurt. And when they made it, definitely because of the bubble, but teams like Portland, because Dane and CJ McCullum was hurt a lot. You know what I mean? And they were starting to come back and they were starting to make a run so they could make it to the playoffs. But when they had those, what, two, three, four months off, they didn't have time to be able to try to make a run. So they came up with the play-in game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, which so, uh, which was great basketball for everybody. It also started Memphis being who Memphis is. You know what I mean? Started Phoenix being who Phoenix is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of that bubble is a trip because there's a lot of ups and downs in people's careers since then. Yeah. I don't think LeBron and AD been the same since the bubble. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, oh yeah, because well, they only been to the playoffs what, once. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, like I said, Murray. I don't even think um, Butler is playing like he did when he was in the bubble. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, too, where he, he had nothing to do. He, there's no distractions. Right. And that's why, like, and that's why, like, you know, people, you know, and I know people talking about, like, as far as it was great shoe performances and all that type of stuff, but I like probably because the distractions. You, you know, remember the whole situation? You couldn't bring a woman in there. Right. You had, she had to be a, what, a, a longtime friend. Right. It ain't no restrictions today. Right. It could be a long term, short term, Instagram <laughs> long, Instagram, you know, you know, term right. friendship. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how I like that's like you gotta think about it. That's probably that they played great basketball because they were focused and then they didn't have to worry about no fans. Right. So it's like I like I understand like, you know, a lot of people like, you know. Yeah, it's a difference. It's it's, it's it's a world of difference, and I'm like, you because you, you not, could do nothing. But who, what what could you do? To me, all you can do is eat, get a haircut, right? Right, so that's stupid. It. 
But I also felt like the games that we saw is what we we don't see. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you hear them stories about these dudes playing them games in the gym and they playing they, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's why I felt it was like just really good basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, what else could they do? It, like, ain't no distraction now. You think about now, you play a game, you go off your own, you go on your own merry way, right? Versus here in the bubble, wasn't he in the bubble? You going to the hotel, you chilling, mm-hmm. grab something to eat. That's all you can do is hoop, you know, <laughs> right? So, right. I mean, you got no distractions, you you know, your little long time friend, or you got a situation that pop off and you're like hey you know pull up after the game I'll be you know I'll get you on the other side of the arena you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Me, me in the parking garage right but I think people aren't understanding the importance of the NBA they really was heroes by um, by saying I'm gonna leave my family I'm gonna go play you know what I mean like it, it was deeper than what it was like people just forgot that there was COVID, you know what I'm saying? And we couldn't do anything. You hear people say, yeah, a lot of those guys didn't want to be there. Well, what were they going to do? You know what I mean? I know it was some right. places didn't shut down, but they didn't have to come. Some, some people didn't come, but they came. You know what I mean? So trust me, they be killing me with that, man. Oh, man, it was, it was nothing, blah, 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 you know? So this is the thing. Okay, so the next season, they didn't even have fans in, in, in the stands, hardly. So yeah. are you going to take – um, the Bucks championship from you know what I mean because they won the next year, right? Yeah, they won. Yeah. All right. So what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean it is what it is, but I like mm. I mean I was cool with it. Like, I have a problem where everybody had these issues with them. I'm like, I mean, what what I'm supposed to complain if I if I like basketball and they playing it in the midst of all this, I'm right. gonna watch it. So right, you know people got every, you know people always say yeah that's the Mickey Mouse championship, but you be a be you be you go somewhere without your family for three months, and you tell me and how that match feel. They don't say nothing about the Spurs with the short season. It's just always something, man. Always you know what a, I mean? Yeah, because even with that, I like, but, but, right? But they don't like to me. That's not the players' fault, right? Like they had an impasse when it came to negotiate with the CBA. Somebody was gonna win anyway, right? So why not them? It's crazy too, man. Because I'm sitting here thinking, like, damn, look how many teams. Remember, remember the Rockets? <laughs> they they blew yeah. that team up right after. <laughs> right, and that's the thing. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. I'm like, I like because I like, damn, you think, but because they, you got people understand basketball players live a different life than we do. Right. So for them to be restricted for three months, for some of them, like y'all, we think about the Lakers in the Heat. For them to be restricted, because I mean. Like I was telling, like I was telling my folks, how I go on Amazon and like, oh, I want this, I want this. Mm-hmm. That's how they get women. They right. go on Instagram and be like, you know what, I want this. Double tap, hit DM, <laughs> and then there, meet me. In, like I said, I had you on the other side of the arena. Meet me in the parking garage. Right. They, that's that's their lifestyle. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know. So they 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 were robbing an opportunity. So to right. me, <laughs> I understand. Like I mean, it's even more than that. Like like yeah. the people that that sat down and planned it out. The the people who put it together. The people that put the screens up where you got to see like celebrities yeah. and people got to watch the game that way. Like you know what I'm saying? 
themes. Yeah, yeah like it, it was a lot of things that they did to put together, man. Like they worked hard to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, it was it was it was it was it was good times. You know, we mm. said back then we thought it was the worst of times, but that was some good times. You know, some good times in 2020. You know, All right? But yeah, so we'll put a bow on tonight's couch coach live. So uh, we'll give out game balls um, first. Who gets this week's game ball for ya? Oh man. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> them watching the game is not a good thing. I'm giving it to Jolie Embiid. Um, he's been balling in the month of month of March. Um, I put a bunch of his numbers on, but he definitely just got uh, you no know, April fourth. He got 52 points, 13 rebounds, and six assists, balling, and and is so I'm giving it to him. Hopefully, this be his year to get the MVP. I don't know the way your boy Perks saying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your boy Perk thinks a little bit different. <laughs> what Perk said, he said, uh, who he said should go to um, he, Joker. He said he's probably Joker because of his because of his oh, complexion. Remember, yeah, he was saying that. So you know, but I see where you're going. You vote with John B because he's black. That was fun. Like Perk is funny, man. Perk is hilarious, right. but um. Matt's got to go to the legend himself, um, as as Grant Hill coined the phrase "goat." Uh, Jim Nance, um, once again, um, obviously he's been covering the Final Four. I've uh, been there, the lead uh, broadcaster for that since 1991. Mm-hmm. So he did announce in October um, of you know of last year that this was going to be his last um, run at um, covering college basketball. So. Um, he went on in great fashion, you know, his coin, his phrase, hello, friends. And then at the end of the broadcast, um, he said, you know, thank you for being my friend. And you kind of see kind of the sound like it was more like kind of a choked up moment for him. And I just love the fact that even despite him, you know, as far as we know, this was his last time. He didn't make the moment about himself. And I think mm-hmm. that's the beautiful thing about uh, what Jim Nance um, did. Um, very, you know, um, great job at covering the game on Monday. Well, as far as broadcasting the game on Monday, um, mm-hmm. just you know, doing his thing and and um, it made the moment about the game and didn't, you know, didn't, you know, didn't have, you know, as far as um, he, he made the game, he made the game what it was really all about. And you know, and then he did, you know, did his his, his phrase, you know, thank you for being uh, my friend. I thought that was, you know, that was such a poignant moment and um mm-hmm. but hell of a run for Jim Nance um and it's funny I always look I always this time of year I'm always envious of Jim Nance because obviously he gets to cover the final four and then he goes to Augusta for the um uh, for the um for the Masters so Masters yeah. I always, yeah, so I always think man what a hell of a week you know to have you know as far as go from one you know great event to the next um right so, Definitely huge shout out to Jim Nance. Uh, hell of a career. I'm um, covering college basketball. Um, yeah, man. Definitely. Congrats. Definitely. What a great and what a great send off um, that he had on Monday. So uh, definitely right. the game will miss him. But you know, it'd be in good hands when I got Iron Eagle. So um, what we'll definitely look forward to hearing um, you know Iron Eagle calling games for CBS during mm-hmm. the NCAA tournament um, in 2024. So, um, yeah, definitely huge shout out to Jim Nance. So, all right, so before we head on out, final thoughts, and we'll wrap it up. 
Oh man, great show having me here. You know what I'm saying? Um DT Morgan, um seventy eight Instagram, Sean Morgan Facebook. You know what I mean? Great show. Yeah, once again, another great show. Um, yeah, so follow the uh, podcast in the way you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, we're there. Um, Couch Coach Live. Um, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on the Couch Coach Live. Also, the website, catch um, couchcoachlive.com. Also, um, go on the website, check out, I'm doing some articles there, doing some post-game recaps. Um, so, especially like um, for the kickers, CouchCoachLab.com slash Richmond Kickers. You um for every home game that I attend, we do recaps on that. And then also if you want to just if you got Jonesing for some basketball, go to Couch Coach Lab slash BC Rams, a couple of write-ups that I have for the women's and the men's um games, recaps of those games. So um yeah, once again, another great show. Um we'll I think um follow us on Go on social. We'll go on social media. We have some updates about a show that we we might be doing earlier in the week. So we shall. We'll we'll I'll get that updated for you guys on social media. So okay. we'll get that squared away. So um, once again, another great show in the books. And don't forget to check out the podcast on Apple, Spotify. There, share with a friend. Um, do you know, listen to the pod, give us the suggestions and everything's all that concerned. And uh, until then, man, we'll catch you guys next week. And we're out. Welcome.